Hey, Steve. Yeah. See people are moaning because they took bounty out of celebration boxes. I'm moaning because they've took bounty out of celebration boxes. Yeah. Well, this episode is sponsored by Bounty Hunters. I was reminded of the Geordie joke, that as well. Oh, I. Yeah, it's in it. Something about um, a deodorant made of coconut or something, isn't it? Oh. Chocolate. I've got a bit of deodorant made of coconut and rub it on your hand. No, that, oh, I can't remember the what, joke. Because of the bounty. No, but because it's, um, it's just so. Oh. Coconut and chocolate or something like that. When I put it on, it smells of coconut and chocolate. It's, oh, it's bounty. Oh, that's <laughs> it's, a joy, it's the Johnny action. That's it. I can't remember the full joke now. Oh, it just reminds me of part of a joke, is what I should have said. Can I just, by the way? Yes. This is before we started recording this. We have started. Before, oh, before we did we... anything, before we recorded, yeah. you just came out with a statement. I wrote it down because I couldn't believe what you said. I, I, you said to me that I've got a life to live here and you're doing my head in. Did you write it down? Yeah, because I just. I was. <laughs> Because we're about to record, and you just went. But what oh, time I've got is it? I have to live here. And you what do time is it? It's no way to start a bit of. I know it's bants and stuff, but it's no way to start recording with your mate, guest mate. Better than chum. <laughs> guest. Oh, hang on. Better than chum. Uh, hang on, chum. He's all right. No, chum. You're going to need to move mate. over as well because we're videoing properly right, this right, year. Right. Um, no, you're, that, you're going on about the post. I'm doing about a poster. I didn't want to say. Yeah, go on. So this is for the the show we're doing next year, but I didn't want to say supported by i found that like <laughs> here's my support act and I, th I thought that would be slightly disrespectful so and i didn't want to put guest act why well because i wanted to say it's a guest he's an act and he's a mate so what did oh. i put Guest act, mate. I'm a <laughs> guest mate suggests so like you have you have one a week well i do like I'm tran I'm almost, I'm a transient mate. Yeah. And I'm here to this week. You have another mate next week. Fickle is what you are, Jamie. Do you know, um, there was things. There's a sh uh, before you tell us what's on the show. Yeah. I'm going to forget this, but there's a right. page of follow called Growing Up in the Eighties, and they put pictures on like if you remember these things, and one of them was He Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Masters and of the Universe. Yes, but. I and I'm sure somebody must have joked about this because it's so obvious that all them years, over 40 years ago, he was a forward thinker, wasn't he? Because even at that stage, he was using the correct pronouns. <laughs> he, it's like he was doing his LinkedIn profile. Here he is. <laughs> Should do a modern version, then that. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Was it then? Is it then? Then there. Well, and the other one was She-Ra. Yeah, so you got She-Ra, He-Man, and them there. Them they. That would have been, yeah. Yeah. There we are. We should start writing that now. Who thought that? that? Anyway, what's funny. coming up on the show? Well, um, this week, I'll be honest, I don't know. And I'm saying that because every week we have the intention of doing stuff. We do compare well. can veer off anywhere, can't it? I'll tell you what we're hoping might crop up. Should it, is that a better way of describing it? I'd say. There's a chance, and only a chance... Of what we will be discuss Yeah, we'll be discussing the demise of daily horoscopes. Yeah, yeah. Right, there's a chance we'll do that. Uh, things you've grown into. Okay. This is after something that I... Well, was got in a discussion with the wife this week, and went, actually, I think I do fancy a bit of that. Not with the wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you think, it's not that. 
Right, I've grown, grown out of that, if anything. You grow out of that and into trifle, which is what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, Ikea and people misjudging the boot size, which got me. That, that I, I connected with that when you sent me that message. Yes, because I went to Ikea yesterday. I know exactly what you mean. Um, they were forward well, thinkers as well. Oh, very forward thinking. In terms of the, if you think of COVID. This has got to be Ikea that we're sat on now, isn't it? Look at that. This that isn't, moves, don't, that, don't pull it, because if that I was flaps gonna say back, it flat, I was going to say it. it's so Ikea-ish, that. It's next, actually. Oh, is it? All right, the okay. Couch in oh, the studio. Okay. Ikea um, influenced, I reckon. Ikea was one of those companies that decided to put arrows on the floor long before COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. The laminate yeah, arrows were, on the floor. I see what you mean, yeah, they were ahead of the Go time. Go this way, and they were and they're approximately two metres Absolutely. apart as well. But anyway, yeah, I went to Ikea for Christmas shopping. And I reckon Ikea uh, probably emerging about the same time that I was at... Um, Camelot theme park, which I revisited this week. Oh, right, you've never mentioned We can talk about that. We, well, I've, 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 what about Camelot? <laughs> I'm not, hey, I've never mentioned about revisiting. Oh, it was shocking. Can I start by discussing that? Tell us what's on the show. You know oh, how no, we start. Oh, oh yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, does, anyway, does it... that's it. We've got a real proclamation. What's trending? Clothing focus. Right now, Jamie, you look like you're in a right mood. Well, I found something out yesterday. I've got two complaints this week. One's very, very quick. I found something out which was staggering. So much so, I had to message you last night, didn't I? About eight o'clock. Yeah. At the cost of a first class stamp. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see, I wouldn't have a clue. Because they don't put the price on anymore, do they? It just says first. Can you use some. My daughter asked me this, and I went, yeah, and just sent. I assume. Because I've got some in me. Because there's not so many letters, do we, these days? So I've got some that are probably like two year old. Oh, but as long as they have the first on, they're still valid, aren't they? I would imagine so. So what's to stop someone now buying like a thousand stamps? Yeah. And that'll now see them. And then keep, see them, for, through. keep them for life. Yeah. You'd have to have a nine Because at grand. 95p, like you were saying, that suddenly sending Christmas cards. Well, that's where the conversation came yeah. up. So I've decided I'm not doing any, I'm only doing essential people i'm not just doing willy-nilly those who can do favors those who can put your bins out for you exactly that's the sort of person i know do you know what i've not done christmas cards for i bet it's i bet it's going on 10 years now really just not sent them and no one's commented no one said i haven't got a card off you i think people people. i've probably lost you know communication with a few friends and family that that i used to but still people there's there's an ex-girlfriend of mine. Yeah. Right. Going back here. But we are going back. We're going back to the late 90... Well, the early 1990s. Yeah. And she still sends me a card. I've not seen her since 19... Probably 1990. What's her name? Tracy. Tracy what? She was lovely. I'm just hoping she, she might was, listen. She might listen, she Tracy. Might send, shall I send? She was called Jowett. Jowett, she might send us a card. This She's year. lovely. She was a lovely, lovely girl. I don't doubt That's that. That's why, which is why it never worked. Do you send her one? I wasn't. She, she wasn't. I do wasn't you send her the card? Do that. No, that's what I mean. No. Oh. That's what I mean. The people you just you're on people's card lists. People have lists, don't they? Oh and yeah. And they get the lists out every day, and they write them, and they don't check them off against the cards that they're receiving in. So they just. And I don't know about you at Christmas. As it gets closer to Christmas, you get more and more cards through the post every day. You open them. Sometimes, especially with me going off to Panto, I don't even have time to read them. So they literally just open it, put it on the mantelpiece, and, and then and you go, oh, when I get time, I'll have a read of them. And you yeah. never read them. Next thing is, you're folding them all up, you put them in a box, chuck them in the attic or whatever you do with them, chuck them in the recycling, and, and you never it. see them. No. I don't know. 
So anyway, anyway I'm so just going to say. Saying, what I'm saying is it's pointless. I'm going to save me other complaints next week because mm-hmm. I don't want it to be negative. You see the show. And we've got oh, lots I of see. Positive stuff to oh, come yeah, forward. it does seem that it, 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 I, I don't want to delve into. Should we do it a positive then? Should we, yeah, uh, can I on. can I say I, it was it was genuinely a positive experience revisiting Camelot because people are going people I want to know people wanted to know. Well, I've been asked to people what Camelot is. Well, Camelot theme park was where I. I think developed most of my act. I did a talk, in fact, this week to a magic club in Blackpool, and I was telling them how when I arrived at Camelot Theme Park, it was the first time... I used to work at Granada Studios before that, doing my juggling, just the juggling stuff. Yeah. And it was always family-orientated. Everything I'd done was always for kids and for, no, not for families. And then suddenly when I got to Camelot, I was then entertaining in the evenings as well at Bellyville Banquets, and it had to be a lot riskier. And right. a lot, and, and suddenly it was, it was like doing stand up, really, but very more the most rowdy audiences you could get. I mean, it's all very well being heckled, but there's nothing like being heckled with the Charlie cake to your forehead. Do you know what I mean? Right. And tell you yeah. what, Charlie cakes hurled at you, the very aerodynamic, and invariably I, I, I they would hit. Um, visiting it before it was shut down and locked down. Yeah. And the thing is, is that it's all about the environment and that. As an audience member, when you sit in that environment, you you behave people to the used, environment around you. Absolutely. And feel like and people you could... used to go there thinking that medieval England, from what I don't know, from carry on films more likely, thinking that's what they did. They threw food around. I was going to say, you could throw a chicken so stick. So people would come in and just they would just throw food. And if they didn't like the entertainment, they'd throw food because they thought that was what you do. And I used to get leathered with... Did you get stuff Oh, mate, I've had baked potato. I can go through the whole courses and tell you what. The only thing they wouldn't chuck is the soup. (laughs) (laughs) Which is probably a better thing to chuck, to be honest. It's in the bowl. Never that warm. Anyway, um, so anyway, I've gone back to Camelot this week because it's now a scare kingdom. And people, this I think it opened in February. When the guy first opened it, he messaged me saying, would I go down on the VIP night? And for some reason, I was gigging, to be honest, and I couldn't make it. And I, all year I've been meaning to go down there. It started off showing films there. And then now they've got this walkthrough experience. At first it was only drive-through. And then you could walk through it. So I went with King Arthur, the old King Arthur, Ronnie Leake. Oh, God, And yeah. we both went back and... It was great to see it being reused as an entertainment venue again, but shocking how quickly nature takes over what yeah. I used to, you know, I used to frequent you know, every single day for 13 years. I would go, I lived there for eight years in a caravan at the back. Right. And now you look at where that was and where the, even the entrance to, we used to walk down some steps into the stables area, which is where the entertainment was based because it was all jousting tournament, of course. And, there's just a faint. You can see the chat. It, only I, or me and Ronnie, only we would be the only ones who know. Would say, I'll tell you what was there. You can wow. see the little stumps where the stairs were, and things like the theatre that I performed in over. I've calculated it not so long ago. Over two thousand shows in that little theatre. It's now knocked down. There's just one turret remaining, and it's just a bit of concrete on the floor. And I go, oh my word, like Chernobyl. It, yeah, no, exactly. See, that. The videos, the, the swing and slide still there, but it's just amongst trees and bushes. Yeah, and a couple of stray dogs. Yeah, and what's fascinating is, is how, like I said, nature takes. So there's there's a tree now. There's trees yeah. where people used to sit and watch, and you've got a tree. Tree takes years to grow, doesn't it? It's been shut for a while, though. 
Well, it's about, yeah, it'll be ten years. Did anything years. F- funny happen when you were there? Uh, when it, um... <laughs> just wondering what the point of this is. Are you just <laughs> <laughs> just wondering where this is going. I did, I did, it, was, it was funny. You just it was funny because loads of people. It's all this scary thing in it. Oh, walking through. Just curtains and stuff where you know there's someone behind it. I don't like that. That's the worst thing. Don't even like a ghost train. Did I ever tell you about? I once went on one, not the, this one this week. Uh, this, this is a funny story. I went to what? Like a farmer, not Farmageddon, it was something like that. Mrs. Dowson's Farm right. shot in Lancashire. I went with the old Radio Lancashire team, right? And we went, and the first thing they did was put you in a cage, right? They wanted to experiences. We're in a cage, start hitting the cage. But you, I mean, like a cage on the floor, so in your hands and knees. Yeah. And then they let out the other end of the cage, and you were then released, and you ran out, and you run, they said, quick, run through this door. You run through a door, and suddenly you're in a field. So we do all this. Ah! All the girls are screaming. We run out. I run out. Oh! I'm in a field. Check my back pocket. My phone's gone. Has it? My new iPhone that oh, I had at the man. time, right? I'm going, oh, you're joking. That takes priority now, doesn't it? Of course. However entertaining the rest of it is. I've got this witch at this poem. She pops up. Keep moving through the field. I go, well, I, I, I said, excuse me, love. I, I said, I'm sorry to interrupt. I said, you're very good, by the way. And I've left me phone. Keep moving through the field. I said, yeah, I, 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 I get it. That's very good. But, but I've just dropped my phone. Can I go back in there? Said, Keep moving. you got to move straight through the field. I, yeah, I know. I, I just thought, lost my phone. Through the field. I, I've lost my phone. Through the didn't drop out a character whatsoever. And I'm trying to find out if I can back. go back. Well, then eventually, eventually everyone else moves through the field. And she went, keep moving. If you go to reception on your way out, they'll be able to let you back in and you should be able to find it then. Okay. Brilliant. Just dropped out a character like that. And I just went, thank you. But then I had the whole trip all around the horror experience Anxious with that logged in the back of my mind. And you know when I finally found it? Where? In the field where I'd just been stood. I did that. You know that um, find my iPhone, and there it was, and it was beeping, but under all the mud, it'd been trodden in mud and stuff. But still there you go. But that just made me laugh. The fact that people won't come out of character. Ah, oh, fourteen minutes right. in. Don't worry if you're still listening. We've got funny <laughs> stuff to come. Not going back through Steve's life history and his <laughs> memories. There you go. People Thank you for sticking for with that. this show. Thank people you for sticking. Tune in for that. Sticking with us. Brilliant, Steve. Oh, Don't think I've laughed as much. You're, you're an idiot. Ever. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what does your horoscope say? I don't know. That's I don't know. I mean, did you bring the horoscopes? I on? did print your horoscopes. Uh, well, here's a thing. Can we? Oh no, God! I'll do it for next week because there's a, oh, there's an horoscope because we, we said we we're going to discuss horoscopes today. Yeah. And I said to you instantly about the Monty Python. They used oh, to bring do, it they used to do a book, and it's brilliant. They used to do horoscopes well, what, in that. Uh, what brought me to think of horoscopes is, is that when we used to even when you used to be in a working environment and people used to go to the office not as many people do that now so i, yeah. I don't know whether it's still a thing but you would sit round and in the canteen you would have your lunch and there'd be a couple of newspapers flitting round. or if you were at home and your family were around there would always be paper newspapers wouldn't have physical newspapers and you would always like one person would read and you go can you tell me me horoscopes what sort of day am i gonna have and it I, became also that then nudged on to when daytime, te- when morning telly, you know, the first yeah. TV, like Good Morning Britain and all, when they first came out, people like Russell... Russell Grant. Russell Grant and people like... They, they're Hang on his every Mystic word. Mystic Meg 
was became they, they were big things. They just don't. They, I don't think they're even on telly anymore, are they? Maybe because they people realised they were lying. <laughs> or, Everyone, see, I've never got it. I've never believed in it at all. Anyway, because I just can't get the around my head that everyone in that month well, is going to have the same experience. Do you know what I mean? I, That's what's so ridiculous. I'll tell you what, though. Something happened before we started this show. Oh, right. what? You... No, and I printed off your star sign. For t- I printed off your horoscopes for today. Oh, would it say a bit irritated no. by a man... There you go, it says... Accusing me of being a... Yeah. Go on. Thank you. If you can hear that, ladies and gents, that is silence to allow Jamie to speak. <laughs> Very rare. On this episode, Steve's obviously had his biscuits this morning. <laughs> get knocked out the little PS. Here's your horoscope for today. It's, I think it's true today, Steve. You sent me a picture of P this it's not week. To do with I'm me. interrupting you because it's worth Someone it. You sent re- me a picture. Of, let's not. Yes, okay. So what happened is to, to do a poster, I needed a high res picture <laughs> of Steve. So I said, "Can you send me a headshot, Steve? We've got to get this poster sorted." And I replied back to him, with, "It's all right. I've got one. I put, it's all right. I've got one. Thanks." And just sends a picture of a soul pea on a plate because <laughs> <laughs> of his tiny head. Yeah. Listen to your horoscope. Go on, go on then. Someone who recently did you a favour now wants something from you. You had half su- suspected they would have an ulterior motive. They should not use a past act of kindness as a lever to get their own way stand your ground if you don't want to get involved your phone has not stopped for peter k tickets this morning yeah and to be fair the last person who's messaged me he is the guy who gets me a good phone deal oh no so, but but he should like you say yeah, but not, not, what, yeah. what does it say on the counter that it says basically cashing in on I, I, i've got famous. to ignore him is what that's saying isn't it isn't it here's mine yeah can i just say at this juncture if anyone else is thinking of contacting me for Peter K tickets, just don't, yeah. right? Every flipping day. Beep, beep. We're just wondering. I'm just wondering if it's... Well, just wondering. We're going to try and get them. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. If this is the first episode you've ever listened to of our show, me and Steve were lucky enough to go and watch a preview of Peter K's new show yeah. about four or five weeks ago. It was yeah. two hours of... of Utter joy, brand new material. You won't be disappointed if you go to the show. Because we've seen things on social media, and people t- talking about well, it. We've all been saying old stuff. We and got it's tagged. not. Someone said, because yeah. there was only a ticket left of £75 yesterday, and somebody tagged me and you on Twitter and said, £75 a ticket. I've just saw Jamie Sutherland and Steve Royal advertise a show for a tenner. Yeah. They didn't even go and buy seven tickets for our show. <laughs> it's not as if they thought, it's like, oh, well, anyway, so here's my horoscope, Steve. Yeah. You positively sparkle, that's what it says. <laughs> Hang on. You have a chat. This is for today. <laughs> I called you a knobhead at the start. You positively sparkle. You have a charm and an allure <laughs> that other people find attractive. You may not feel any different, but people who don't normally notice you are starting to pay attention. Turn your attention to romantic and social interests. Life's too short to deny yourself of fun and pleasure. Have you kissed Vicky for six seconds this week? <laughs> no. Well, but- now you should do now. But the, see, our mind's more positive than yours. Yeah, what's up? That's a, the difference between the two is massive. Right, what, I didn't say what you were. I've said I'm Leo. cancer. Oh, you're a Leo. You're yeah. a lion. Yeah. Right, okay. So there you go. That's a Rick. I never read that. That's you're not nuts. happy now, are you? No, I'm not happy because I just. That is genuine. And that is Russell Grant's as well. You mentioned but what, his name. what's really interesting, genuinely, is that bit where it says, you may not feel any different, but people who don't normally notice you are starting to pay attention. That's. 
that relates to the advert. What advert? The advert for your 50th birthday show at the Hot Water Comedy Club in Liverpool. Yeah. Well, that's gone up, hasn't it? That's, gone, that's out there now. And people going, oh, I've not seen it. I know that club. I wonder what he's like. People mm. are noticing you. Yeah. Mainly noticing because I'm retweeting. I'm, I'm expanding your, well, you know, your uh, presence. Just remember, you'll be on a support rate that night. So basically... Yeah. You'll be on a guest act mate rate. All right. <laughs> guest, that, right? guest mate. Guest mate. It doesn't even mean anything. What's a guest mate? It's better than... And if anyone is coming to the show, we're not going to bang on about this now. We'll leave it till after Easter when we push yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Other acts are likely to join yeah. us. We have been contacted are, by are, a couple yeah, of our few, friends. Um, high profile friends. Well, yes. Yeah, high-profile comedians. Not necessarily as high-profile as no, the people don't expect you to case. <laughs> God, or John Bishop, one of them. Uh, but there is like to be other very, very outstanding headliners on the bill as well. Book now is what I'd say. Yeah. I know you're too probably too proud to say that, Jamie, but book now. Book now? But Jamie's 50. Because he's 50. Book now. Anyway. Went to Ikea yesterday. Oh, yeah. I know I mentioned uh, it at the start. Yeah. Love Ikea. Why, what was your purpose? What little gap? Because you always go for something small. Candles. Candles? Genuinely candles. What, you went for a box of... No, I like to stock up on candles for winter because they have the, for, for Christmas the, the, the tea, lights tea lights and the bigger ones that are more scented for Christmas. And I wanted some garlic. I'm like the poor relation of our street when it comes to lights yeah. and the gutter. And the people opposite me make a really good effort. So I always think, well, I do well at Christmas because my view's incredible. Mm. Their view's shocking. So I thought oh, this year, yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy some nice garland, put it all in my gutter, garland with balls and berries and bells, yeah, and then intertwine some new um, lights as well, so in the garland, so that it at least looks nice. a bit pretty. So I went for that yesterday. So was good. But what um, did surprise... I didn't get it at Ikea, by the way. I got it from the range in the end. But I got me candles from Ikea. Right. Loads okay. of candles. Yeah. yeah. Um, some meatballs were there as well. So saw the advert for that. The meatballs are that good. Do you not get some meatballs and no. the, the blackcurrant? Not blackcurrant, What I love it? about Ikea, Steve, yeah. isn't the shop. It's the people who have no sense of size whilst they're in the shop and only oh, have a reality check in the car park when they're trying to load <laughs> the boot. down a boot. And you're like, oh, did you really think that that wardrobe <laughs> was going to fit in your Toyota Igo? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people in that car park who were basically <laughs> snapping the stuff. People driving away with the necks underneath. Yeah. Ah, looking through the tops of their eyes, trying to keep their eye on the road because they've got a sheet of hardboard squashing their head down yeah. behind. Brilliant. Yeah. It is a. I know exactly just hanging around the car park in, in IKEA is, is good fun. Uh, do, do, you got me thinking, though, the, the light thing. I'm just wondering, this is something. The light that, thing? No, you're talking about lights on the house and you're saying oh, you're, yeah. you're like the poor relative of the na of your neighbourhood. Yeah. I'm the same with mine. And when I start to think about it, this is something that's plagued me throughout my entire life. And I'll give you three examples now of things th that turn up at the end. No. <laughs> Let's not get crude about this, right? Family but show. But I've had, I've had this all my... First of all, at school... Whenever I used to do art projects, it was always charcoal pictures. Charcoal. Oh, yeah. Right? And everyone would do a charcoal picture. 
And most kids, you go, oh, brilliant. And then you look at mine, and I have a, for a start, I have charcoal up my arm. And then the corner of the paper used to always start to turn up. So like them fish, them fortune telling yeah. fish to get at Christmas oh, in yeah. a cracker. Yeah. And you, maybe this is, again, maybe it goes back to a horoscope. Maybe this is saying something about me. The fact that my corners of my paper too much always used to... T- do, you, do you think it's something as simple as that? You yeah. don't think it's a... Very much an art student, what I... I think, you see, I've always thought that, I've, see, I'm not, well, you see, I wasn't, you see. You've gone I, too I, heavy, and what it is, is I bet you when you've been rubbing at the top and the middle and working your way down, I bet your, the, your hands at the bottom, yeah. you've been rattling away on the paper and the sweat from your palms and the okay. side of your palms has been it's going in, into, into the, the bottom paper. of the paper. All right, you're so giving it a proper scientific... Years. I just thought it was like a subliminal message no. from God saying, art's not for you, and it's like going folding the paper away from me no the second one did you I know i was an art and textile no, student at a level a level standard yeah didn't know really did. yeah yeah it's very good because art some, and textile I look at some of the things you, that's beautiful what put behind us that little i'm able to sponge. i can you don't know this because you're you're rosie's a fashion student isn't she daisy is da- yeah daisy's in london doing the fashion sorry yeah rosie's the, the one the rosie's the middle one well what's the fashion they're all fashion people they're all, they're all, listen, the girls, um, they're into fashion. But yeah, I'm able to proper sew, stitch, create. Oh, now I do seem to remember painting, you telling me this in the past. Drawing. You can yeah. sew, you can proper sew. Proper sew. Like, because I got asked to sew something last week and it took me... Fr- oh, remember that, God, um, remember that so A-level having to make a shirt, a proper, a full shirt. A f- that's that's a the shirt. hardest thing to make, isn't it? Made a full You've got shirt. the collar and everything. Yeah, I, I made a proper, like, a, a 1930s one where the collar... You didn't have a collar. <laughs> no, it, it was detachable. Oh, with the but- little buttons, yeah. little studs. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. The, do you know the reason... You still they, got it? Do you know, no. Do you know the oh. reason they did that? With, do you know the reason why they did the collars and the shirt separate? So they didn't have to wash them? Well, it's because the collars would wear out before the actual shirt. But you didn't want a shirt with a worn-out collar because then you'd have to throw it away. So you go. So your shirt you, would last longer than the collar, but you uh, didn't. Depending on your job, you go in and you say, or you say, say, oh, you could, shirt, better give me four collars with that." Exactly. You think you'd be like a four? It's usually I average four collars. You sweat a lot during the day. On really? The then the collar would wear out a lot quicker than the shirt, wouldn't it? Funnily enough, I tied in my wardrobe out yesterday. I bet but you've last got shirt in there that the collars night, have worn. I threw them out because of it. Yeah. And back in the day. You could have just I bought a new collar. That with me fashion do- conscious daughter. Daisy. I, Daisy, right, <laughs> that you know. <laughs> I, I could cut the collars off and then I could get her to... Yeah. But then I'd have to buy a new shirt to put the collar... Yeah, it doesn't work, does it? No, not for I'd the price per- I'd have to be ruining a perfectly good shirt for the sake. Yeah. Who knew this podcast would go so in that I, I, Anyway, can I carry on about me th- me, the, the things that have folded up on me in my life? Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's becoming a thread through this podcast now, this. Yeah. So second thing is, which, shirts. Do you have a problem with your shirt folding up at the bottom? When? Now, I always wear a shirt when? on stage, don't I? And I'm when? quite loud shirts. Do you fold it up when you're performing? Not like, you know, getting higher and higher so my nipples are showing and I know right. it's time to get off stage. It's not like that. What I mean is it's just generally wearing a shirt. Yeah. Or... If it's tucked in, it's not a problem. Right. But if it's a, a shirt that you wear outside of your trousers, yeah, just the ends start to turn up. 
and it really bugs me. Oh, you're not ironing it properly. I'm ironing it as much as I can. Not properly. I am ironing it as much as I can. What's properly? What's properly? Iron it properly. You iron till the creases are gone and it's ironed. What's ironing properly? Well, there's clearly a technique that you're not doing. No, no, it's it's God against you saying this shirt's not for you. Inside and out, it's folding up. Iron in a shirt inside out, or do you iron it the proper way round, as if you were wearing? Do you put the iron on the actual pattern? Because yeah. if you if you iron the edges of the bottom, why are we doing this on this show? This is a funny show, and then we're talking about ironing. Hey, but anyway, hey, biggest hit we ever had. Social media was talking about just your cleaning product properly on top, pattern side, but use a cloth, use an old. Use an old handkerchief. If you've got an old handkerchief, always, if you get handkerchiefs at Christmas, don't think I've got a handkerchief. What you've actually got is an ironing cloth. You, <laughs> do you, do, you don't do it. Do you iron what? You, so you put, you put your shirt down and then put the anchor on the top and then iron over the top of that. If I'm doing a collar or the bits or stuff that needs a bit of pressure so you would iron it in the right direction. Yeah, I've got a cloth. Got an iron cloth. I'll show you. <laughs> I've got an ironing cloth. Oh, you can what? market that. Well, how do you... Ironing cloth. But it's just a cloth, isn't it? Right. It's a, it's an old. You call it an ironing. You could put that in a little package. Ironing cloth. People would buy into that. That's how you put the crease in All your you pants. All you need to do is like I don't how know. How do you put the crease in your pants? I don't. I just it's there, isn't it? When you first buy them and just keep going over it. With what? The iron. But then you end up with a silver mark on your pants. I know. Well, that's why you need an ironing cloth. I've got more than one line in a lot of my that's pants. That's why you got... need an ironing cloth. Why do you, does the ironing cloth stop the double tram line thing? Get out Are you way. going to go and get your ironing yes. cloth? Jim is going to get his ironing cloth. The fact you've got... It, is it from something else? Is it from an old shirt? No. Is it from the Look, colony? You need three things for ironing. Right. Oh, my. You need your lint roll. You need your water. A lint roll. And you need your ironing cloth. I haven't got a lint look roll. How, look I've... how burnt that is. And that could have been on your items, your shirts. Look at your little ironing. It's an old ironing. It's got a hole in it and everything. Doesn't matter. There you go. That's me. Oh my word. You... Flipping it. So, we're solving all my problems. Yeah. So when I do artwork now, when I do a charcoal picture, not likely to happen in the next 10 years, but. What? So I need to not Keep leave my hand, hand off, the, off paper. the paper. Right, okay. Go light, Don't lean. Go light. Build it up. Build the colours up. Right, okay. That's one solved. So and get yourself you, an ironing cloth. An ironing cloth for my shirt. Third one then. This is this is the third one. I know. About answer. things turning up. It finally brings us all the way back round. As brilliantly produced this podcast is. Mm. Lights. Lights. I'm the only one on our street. I put my lights up. Mm. It's the most terrified I am all year. I hate going up a ladder. I borrow it. Steve, at the end, he always lends me his ladder and I go up and I'm literally holding on to the end and every time I have them little clips, clip them. I've tried on the inside of the, of the guttering. I've tried on the outside of the guttering. Yeah. And every year, as soon as a bit of gust of wind, and I come home and there's bits flipped onto the roof, into the guttering. I'm there then, I go out with an extendable pole using the rain and the wind. Do you know what I you need? flick the bits out the guttering and then when they flick out, they're not. They're all tangled up, so it it just doesn't look right on my house. Do you know what you need? What do I need? New lights. <laughs> don't start with that. Don't, don't, don't. You've got those dangly ones, have you? Yeah, yeah. That's what I've scrapped. That's what. What, I've, what, Steve, you, what have you gone for then instead? Then like um, a bush type of st a string, a thick string this year. So like yeah, like what? Like a rope? 
It's like a rope, but it's like a, a thicker Yeah, but that version. won't give the icicle effect, will it? I don't want the icicle effect no more. You just want to outline your house for Christmas. You're going to go on my garland. It's going well, you're not, all you're doing is outlining your house. Why do you want to outline your I'll house? I'll show you the picture when it's on. We've got loads today. You're going to do the windows? We've got loads today. No, we're going to do the windows. We're going to put three balloons in every corner of the house in the living room and then get some fake snow and spray the windows. Three balloons? Three balloons? <laughs> like you used to when you're kids and you go around <laughs> to people's houses. And I'm going to put, like... Stringy paper things that go from every corner of the living room straight to the light in the middle. <laughs> Do you remember them used like, to like make an accordion? <laughs> you could literally get oh, a Christmas which... decoration that would go oh. flat, flat yeah, as paper, yeah, 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 but it yeah. would be six metres long. Yeah. It was an incredible achievement. It's like, there was a way of folding it, wasn't there? And then you go... Yeah. And all. Oh, I'd love... I think... I'd, I fancy doing a cr- now, traditional Christmas like that. We've got a few things to get to. Go on. Can we move on to Christmas yeah, go stuff? On. Oh, <coughs> first thing, to break it up, mm. to break it up, because I want to talk about animals of Christmas. Because when right. I was doing my Christmas shop and I was <coughs> notes in the garden centre, how many different animals? Goats. I know, in the garden centre. I right. noticed how many different animals were being used to represent Christmas. So All I thought right, we'd do okay. one a week. Like um, you've got. That's a good question, uh, Polar bears, you've got penguins you've got robins you've got reindeer so i thought i'd look into it but before we do that steve before because i, I i've got you a good one this week mm. you'll have to lean in closer i've got this week's rocket by baby for you to guess oh lovely rocket by baby for those who don't show. know is a famous track <clears throat> that has been reinvented using a baby tune sort of instrument if you will so this week steve put yeah. your earphones on okay let me know when you join me in guessing along. So I've, we have to guess name that tune, basically. Isn't yeah, it? and I'll turn the mic off so you get a clear listen. <laughs> what do you reckon? A good one. I think Resident Sum. That's a, quite a recent one, that. Isn't yeah, it? Have you got, I've got it straight reckon? away. I know that straight away. Go on. It's Ed Sheeran. It is Ed Sheeran. I'm with the shape of you. It is Ed. Yes. I didn't think you'd get that. And I was struggling at first, I have to say, because I'm thinking, I have a vague record, a bit like last week was Beyonce last week, wasn't it? And I thought, but then it came to me, the tune of it. And the, right. I'm going to have to go more difficult next week. I love that. I've looked into Penguin, Steve. Have you? Have you? It's not just black and white, is it, Jamie? When you look into it, no. And uh, I think you know. Same with pandas. Not just black and white. No. And the giant panda is only five foot six. So think about that. Is it? Is it? On average, they're not not giants at all. I got um, a couple of facts about. I I wanted to get a couple of facts for you, and we could discuss Mm. them if you want. But so. This is true, actually. So penguins... Is, is this peng- all penguins? Well, gener- generic. Because, you, you know, there are different varieties, yeah, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? There's a lot. There's the emperor. Yes, there's a lot. Should, uh, yeah, go on. Well, they go with my facts, if you want. Okay, let's go with your facts. Penguins make fantastic fathers. That's a fact, yeah. Male penguins don't mind shouldering a little know. responsibility. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait. When it comes to raising a young, all male penguins play an active role in looking after their young, but the father of the year is definitely going to the emperor penguin. I'll do all the facts and you can jump in at any point. Right. No, as well. I just can. Some penguins build rock nests. Did you know that? 
Um, so what they do is they collect. Yeah, and they sometimes rocks and pebbles can I jump to build. In yeah, you can when I've read it to build a perfect nest during the breeding seal. Males would try and impress their females with the nest building skills, right? And sometimes they put them on an incline so that mm. they don't get icy puddles, so that the water runs off. Go on, you've got a point to make. No, I was just saying that then we talk about the rock uh, the rock nest that they make. Yeah. They also have little worms that infest the, ne the nests. Yeah. Right? And these little worms, they're like, very very rare right and most people don't see them you don't see them right and, they, and the, 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 there's been about two cases of people like david Atterbury photographing them the worms yeah i'm sure of them right rock nest monsters <laughs> <laughs> oh come on <laughs> that was good wasn't it come on that was good that was good on. Well, you. you caught Thank me you. off guard yeah, there yeah penguins are faithful lovers do you know that? <laughs> Rockness mods. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at it. It's better than I thought. So, quite carry on with your pen. So, penguins. Penguins. Can I just say? Go on. I was so focused on getting that gag right. You didn't listen to me fast. I didn't listen. What is it? Something slipping off. What did they do? They build them on an incline. Okay. Right. Faithful lovers. They, they mate for life. Did you know that? And a female emperor can spot their mate in a crowded colony, even though they look the same. By their unique calls after months apart during the freezing Antarctic winter. So they can't visually so be like that. Oh, it's my life now. But imagine walking so they're looking 500 penguins exactly in the huddle. they speak. Dave! <laughs> Dave! Oh, I haven't a clue who's my wife here. Who the... Yeah. All right, love. Yeah. That's amazing. Imagine if we were like that. That'd be... Wouldn't life be funny? We couldn't identify our own wife until they spoke. Did you notice why oh. there are no dead penguins on the ice in the Antarctica? Have you ever noticed that when you watch a, an Attenborough film? Well, you never see it. Yeah, well, it's because they're dead. They're just going to slip straight off, aren't they? Into it is a known bit, fact that the penguin is a very ritualistic bird that lives in a very ordered and complex life. The penguin is very committed to its family and will mate for life, as well as maintain a form of compassionate contact with its offspring throughout its life. If a penguin is found dead on the ice surface, other members of the family, this is incredible, or the social circle have been known to dig holes in the ice using their vesticle wings and beaks until the hole is deep enough for the bird to be rolled into and buried. The male penguins then gather gather in a circle around the fresh grave and sing freeze a jolly good fellow <laughs> freeze a jolly good fellow <laughs> it's all that nonsense then it's yeah. all that nonsense just, just for that <laughs> I was generally going for that then that you don't see dead penguins but in actual fact what I thought was <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter now because it's irrelevant <laughs> it's just making me laugh but the idea that they would bury them if the cameras are on so what they do is just stand them up you know like they do you know when they've got a prison escape yeah if someone's escaped from prison and they've got the dummy and they just hold their head up do they do the same with a dead penguin they just hold it up got cameras on just hold, hold tip him up hold John there hold him hold him there we'll bury him in a minute when cameras are off there you go bury him in a minute hold him hold him the bit I think that you skipped over, and, and I think you were too quick to skip over then, was the idea that what was the very, very first thing that you said then? The very, fi the the very, very first, first thing. The very first thing. Just pause the, at the first sentence. Yeah. Go on, say. Male penguins are fantastic fathers. They're not. Why? I, I, well, let's compare them with my own dad. Right? <laughs> right? 
Well, I know he's got one. I've got right. He's they got win the eye. eyes. They win the eyes. Right. right. They've got two eyes. So okay, tick. Better in that department. Everything else. Who would you rather giving you a lift somewhere? Right. You know what? Ian Dad taxi. One eye. Dad taxi. A species that's learned to fly underwater. I would, like you're gonna go underwater with it. You could go. I'd still say your dad. I'm. I'm. Got my dad is better than a penguin. I would rather. I love my dad, and I'm. I'm. I'd rather have my dad than a penguin. I don't think I would have been the same person if I'd been brought up with a by a penguin. I'd probably dress smarter. You might have Actually, been. If, now, if, now well, you if your dad was a penguin, it. he may have taught you to hold your breath underwater for twenty minutes, and that girl wouldn't have pressed charges in the baths. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone new to this podcast? <laughs> That's a please go past two, two or three episodes where we talked about me winning the, um, oh young, yeah, the breaststroke the, the, the breast champion of Rochdale yeah. in nineteen seventy whatever. Oh, Steve, it was. look at the time. 80. Look at the time. Um, what time? Oh, blimey! We haven't done what's trending. <clears throat> did we get through? You know, early on I said we might. We can overrun on this about. one. We did. You know, we did. I think we did most. We can oh, We didn't do what we're growing into. We can save that, but we need to do what's trending. Okay. And we need to do your okay. forecast. We'll right. talk about it because I might post, put that out on my social media as well. And feel free to join in. Right. Let us know during the course of this week what you've grown into. And what we mean by that is things that you never used to like when you were younger. And suddenly now you're getting, well, older. Like what we call ourselves middle-aged, aren't we? Now you're middle-aged and you go, actually, I quite like that. For me, you see, it was trifle, but we'll delve more into that. That's a good teaser for next week's show. It's a good, that's what I thought, that's what I thought. Right. What's trending this one? Well, three things. I'm a celebrity, obviously, Obviously. loving it. Yeah. Blackpool. And Leslie Phillips. Blackpool. And Leslie, ding dong. Choose one. Yeah, bless uh, number one. I'm a celebrity. Okay. Uh, but I'll tell you why the other two were trending. The yeah. Blackpool was trending because Ricky Gervais took a photo of himself and said, where am I with the oh, tower behind him? Uh, Clearly he was in Paris. And everyone said Blackpool. Yeah. Leslie Phillips passed away, age 98. Oh, what a guy. Do an impression. Ding dong. Dirty old man. The hat. Slithering for you. The salty <laughs> hat. Have you been watching I'm a Celebrity? No. Oh. I have to say, this year... I saw the second episode. I missed the first one. Saw the second because I'd said, I can't get into this this year. This year. Watched the second episode and went, actually, I am getting into this. Then I realised I'd missed it yesterday. Missed it again last night. And I went, I can't bother now. And I really don't, I don't think I'm going to get get involved. Mm, I'm, like- interested, I'm intrigued because of the right hand cut thing. But I, I, there's a bit of me that also wants to protest and not be involved because he's in it. Re- I'm I'm so riled by the fact that he's in there. Well, and funnily enough, I noticed that who was it? Uh, Danny Baker. Yes, Danny Baker had put a tweet out yesterday saying what we should all do is exactly what I said on the podcast last time. Walk out and leave him. He just ignore him. Yeah, no one vote for him. No one do anything for him. So, and there's a little bit of that going. Uh, it's wrong. That he's in there. Chris Moyles is in. Now, who's coming across best then so far then? Well, Chris well, Moyles well, is You in. can be my... You can send me watching it, can't you? You can fill me in all I the details. I think we are... Chris Moyles is, is, is being the best version of himself at the moment. And I think there's going to be a, a point, point when where he, he snaps. Just, right, okay. He's being his best version of himself. Trying to be a diplomat. At, 
and very much so very much so I did and think it was very funny is he still winding up because the, the episode I saw he, he said he signed up, up the, and keep making up stories about his yeah. life and saying my dad was a and he's lost a, a lot of weight and, you know <coughs> yeah oh yeah but he, he, he no no he's not that. mentioned that enough <laughs> When the first thing he said was something about when I, I once made a meal for Jamie Oliver. Credit to him. Fair, fair play to him. All credit to him. He does, you know, he has lost a significant... And also with the name-dropping thing as well. To be fair, that when is you his are job. like that and you're mixing with celebrities, you can't help but drop he his names, can you? He was radio one breakfast DJ for so many years. He's bound to, isn't he? I mean, I'm, I'm not going on about Peter Kay all the time, am I? No. No, no tickets available here. Yeah, thank you. The most staggering thing yeah. about uh, Chris Moores was that he's 48. I was on the telephone there at Peter Kerr's. 48? Is he 48? Chris Moyles is? Yeah. I thought he was older than me. No. All right. Anyway, carry on. So so, so, so is he coming across the best? Who's coming across the best then? Who's, I think the who most... look like likely winners? Isn't the footballer she called Jill Scott, is it? Mm. Is she coming I across well? The, the, yes, she's coming across very well. Um, the most real person mm. for me so far mm. is Boy George. All right. He's not done anything funny, but he's being true to himself. Yeah, I saw the chanting there and he is, you know, uh, with the Buddhist and he could, and he could snap at some point. The reason he could snap yeah. is that he's a bit of an alpha male when it comes to the kitchen. Oh, apparently so. So yeah. that's when the arguments really start to kick off. When and it comes. Is, he, is he still distancing himself from it? Yeah, oh, is he trying to get involved in the kitchen? He's on the periphery of it. He's getting he's getting twitchy about the kitchen stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. So uh, let's hope Matt Hancock. Um, well, it's going to kick off in it now. Let's hope so. Someone's going to. Someone's going to have a go. Yeah, Sean Walsh is in as well. But I think Sean Walsh. Oh, did he get with him earlier this year? He's been a, a. He's there's not really enough time for us to have judged. Sean and right. because he's he's only been in one night and he was a little bit sort of nervous and excited. Well, but if I don't Steve, get into it this time next week, will you give us a full rundown of the your week. Weekly, weekly update. Weekly update. Thank you. Weekly update. Thank you. In Thank the meantime, you. Steve, yes. people need to know what to wear this weekend. Okay. So. Well, that doesn't happen on the news, on the news does it? Me auto cue. Hey. Right? I've got me typed out in front of me the clothing forecast. That little thing that starts spinning round on an Apple computer started doing it then and I couldn't move it. No, no. I only had the first two lines, but luckily I've salvaged it. On Friday, Western Scotland and Northern Ireland will see spells of Aaron for the first time this year. Yes, Aaron in Aaron. Largely sportswear and layered casuals elsewhere, with corduroy spells developing in England and Wales in the afternoon. Saturday will be mostly denim, with football shirt intervals in stadiums and pubs. The northwest will see some maxi dresses pushed northwards in various autumnal shades, pastels fading to the east. Sunday will be smart casual with variable woolens and lightweight jackets and cardigans throughout. Shoe state, chunky sneakers to occasional loafer, underwear, provocative to restraining, and that's your clothing. Well, there was no Royal Proclamation again. Sorry. For two weeks running. Let's not worry about that. We've well, proclaimed enough. If you hadn't done 20 minutes about Camelot and charcoal, oh, we may well have. Really but listen. Missing. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week.